This is M.I.P. With Masamela Mafuma. Mark Thompson. Get woke. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. God bless you, ladies and gentlemen. Had the privilege and honor of being in custody Thursday with our dear sister, our queen sister, and the great organizing that went into what happened on Capitol Hill, tremendous turnout, a tremendous demonstration, bands off our bodies, uh, a collective organizational effort. Want to shout out Center for Popular Democracy, Want to shout out NARAL Pro-Choice America. Saw our, our good friend Christian Nunez of National Organization for Women out there. But uh, and of course, Planned Parenthood was there in the presence of Alexis. But Planned Parenthood action was represented not only by their whole crew, but by executive director Kelly Robinson. Kelly, God bless you. Welcome back to Make It Plain. How, how you feel? You get you had a chance to catch your breath after that experience i i i came in my hotel room sat in a chair didn't even lie down and passed out <laughs> and didn't wake up till the middle of the night it was terrible i had other places to be i just was knocked out have you had a chance to recover you know i've still been running i've been moving but i gotta tell you this i am lifted and buoyed by all of the energy and the activism that we're seeing right now and i think we told you this yesterday was the first time planned parenthood action fund had ever done uh, civil disobedience in the history of our organization. Wow, and we yeah. felt called to do it, inspired by your work, by the work of you know civil rights leaders, the legacy of organizing that when people, when our people have to put their bodies on the line because the institutions have failed them, it's required of us to do the same, to lift the urgency of the issue. So it was a, um, a really hopeful and inspiring moment. And I just know that there's more to come. Yeah, and, and hopefully there will be. Now, um, while we were there, um, got some news. I, I think there was one uh, state. I don't remember which one it was, but and I guess this is happening in a few places where pl- a, a Planned Parenthood location had decided it would not uh, receive women crossing into their state where they were. Uh, 
Um, can you talk to us about that? And is is this a a system wide decision, an institution wide decision, or are uh, Planned Parenthood locations having to address some of this state by state? Look, it's a really challenging situation that providers are in right now. Um, The Supreme Court has really launched a devastating ruling to overturn Roe v. Wade and making the situation state by state in terms of what access looks like, what is legal to provide, very unclear for a lot of providers. So what we are trying to do as an organization is to do our best in making sure that we're getting people access to care. I mean, we're doubling down on things like telehealth, um, uh, medication, abortion access, on giving people information about self-managed abortion and also setting up systems with Planned Parenthood, independent providers and abortion funds to move people um, to states where they can get access. But the challenging thing is in some states, the laws are so unclear that we've had to kind of take an approach that that, um, prioritizes getting patients care, but also prioritizes keeping our providers safe. Um, So it's really a a tough situation. I think that Folks are navigating that state by state in the best way possible to try to think about safety of the patient and also safety of the provider. And when we talk about safety, are we talking just about legal safety or are there concerns, too, about physical safety at this point? You know, all of the above. um, I hate to say it, like our movement has been under attack for for quite some time, Um, you know, We've had issues of, of, of threats being made at the health centers, threats being made against providers. Um, so when we talk about safety, we mean it in every way. Um, a lot of the laws that are being put into place or that they're trying to move through actually are going as far as criminalizing uh, providers, patients, and also the helpers, people that might help somebody to get to abortion care. Um, you know, one of the laws that they were moving forward in a state was about uh, trying to prevent people from going out of state to get care. Can you imagine? I mean, we've seen this in our history before, but when we've seen it, it's really been a true violation of human rights on every single level. Um, We've seen people try to criminalize, um, you know, anyone that helps someone to get access to an abortion, to abortion care from, you know, the Uber provider to the, to the person that, that calls and answers the helpline. So, you know, so we are thinking about it from a criminalization standpoint, and then also from a physical safety and security standpoint. Well, I guess at this hour with this ruling, legal safety and physical safety are synonymous because, I mean, they'd love to lock folk up mm-hmm. uh, and take away our freedom mm-hmm. uh, and put us in, in jail um, for standing for this. Uh, it, are you finding, though, what happened on Capitol Hill was great. Um, I think over almost 200 people or more were arrested. Are you finding, though, that people are are motivated and inspired rather than than being discouraged. I think, I think people are, some people are feeling scared to be quite honest with you. I mean, there's a lot of folks that just don't know what's available to them. And, you know, I think if you're the person that was sitting in that waiting room, when this, when this piece of legislate, when this uh, Supreme court decision became final, or you were the person that had uh, an appointment scheduled in, you know, a couple of days or a couple of weeks, I think those people need our help. Like those people are feeling a little bit of fear and need to know that our community is there to support them and get them access to care no matter what. And at the same time, there's a whole lot of people that are on fire in a way that they have never been on fire before. Yeah. You know, a lot of folks didn't believe it was possible that the Supreme Court would do this. And they saw in Clarence Thomas's opinion, especially not only did the Supreme Court overturn Roe v. Wade, they also said, oh, and we're coming for your birth control. 
And we're coming for your ability to decide who your sexual partners are. We're coming for your ability to decide who you want to marry. Um, so people are fired up because they know that all of our rights are under attack right now. They certainly have made that clear. And for those who didn't believe the draft when it was leaked or were hoping against hope that something would happen, um, you know, not to use the Oprah cliche, when people show you who they are, you should believe them. They have said, as, as Kelly just said, folks, very clearly, they're coming for contraception. They're coming for relationships um, and and marriage equality. So we we have to get ready um, uh, for all of this. And I can imagine many are scared because, you know, what Planned Parenthood has always stood for and been able to provide, obviously, not just abortion services. In fact, that's just a percentage, isn't it? When we talk about all the other reproductive services you all provide, including contraception, people have a right to be fearful and anxious. Yeah, absolutely. Because we're talking about, when I talk about what we do at Planned Parenthood, it's about the full range of care people need to make the decisions that are right for them about if and when to parent. That includes sex education. It includes family planning. It includes well-woman and well-person exams. It includes birth control. And it includes abortion care. And the true hypocrisy of our opposition is that not only are they coming after everything that we provide, but these are the same people that voted against formula, getting people more access to formula. These are the same people that vote against paid family leave. These are the same people that don't care about Black maternal health outcomes in this country. It is a total farce to say that they care about life. These are not people that care about that. These are people that care about power and control. And our job is to make sure that they understand that we vastly outnumber them and to channel all of the anger and the, the energy that folks are feeling into real action that can make a change. That's a powerful point, ladies and gentlemen. We ought to just hone in on that for a moment, what Kelly just said this. They want everyone, even in cases of rape and incest, to bring a child to term. But yet at the same time, they don't want the child to have formula to be fed. They don't want the parents to have leave to care for the child. And, and these, <laughs> so you're right, it is, it is a farce. And, and not to mention too, Kelly, isn't it also true? We go back, we won't, we won't go back. But what happened prior to 73, it wasn't that people still weren't able to get abortions. It was the privilege, the people with money and access to resources. That's the real danger of, of happening, correct? That's exactly true, right? It's going to have the biggest impact on folks that are already at the, the margins of our healthcare system. Young people, black and brown folks, right? We're the ones that are going to experience it the most. And I have to say, I mean, you, you already said this, but at the end of the day, Changing the law does not change the fact that people will still need access to health care. People will still need access to abortion care. It just makes it more and more difficult for people that have less and less to get to it. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Now, uh, you were part of Sister Song and you mentioned black, ma uh, black maternal mortality rates. And so you've also focused on how all of this affects uh, African-American women. 
talk to us about that, how this decision could, in fact, disproportionately affect African-American women, if not all women of color. Yeah. And I think, you know, for at least me as a black woman, I know that our rights have never been vested in the courts. So there's something that, that's right. powerful to me about that being made plain to everyone else in this moment, um, what exactly it is that we're fighting against. Um, and then when you look at the way that the, the bans actually play out, there's 26 states that will likely um, lose access to abortion care over the next few months. Nine states have already been have already banned care. The majority of those states are in the Midwest and South. And guess where the majority of black folks are? in the Midwest and South, right? So it's gonna disproportionately land on our communities. Um, and then in addition, like I said before, if you think about folks that already don't have enough access to healthcare, this just makes that situation worse. So I think our job is to really, to name that, but then also to do a lot more education with our community, to destigmatize abortion care, um, to talk about our stories more, and then make sure that everyone is empowered with the information they need to support us in getting access to healthcare. Isn't it true? Well, first of all, that this sets the United States now apart from many other countries around the world, even those that the United States considers itself more developed than when it comes to access to these rights, to abortion rights and, and reproductive health rights. Uh, other countries are they're not having this debate. They also aren't having the gun thing either. Folks ain't shooting each other up in these other countries. It, it, but. But doesn't this kind of set us set us back in comparison to other countries around the world? Oh, absolutely. And you saw that statements were coming out from France, from the UK, um, from even folks in South America saying how outlandish it was that the United States does not have these laws codified into their actual laws of the country. And even that we let this sit with the courts. Um, they were kind of naming that this is a global challenge, a global problem, and kind of putting the spotlight on the United States. And when you think about, you know, developed nations and nations that don't have access to abortion care, we're really in a very small group. That group includes state countries like Russia and Poland and us. Um, it's not many. Uh, and I think that if we're going to be a global leader, a global is that's what we purport ourselves to be uh, trying to lead on healthcare and democracy and human rights. We got to clean up at home right now to be able to say anything um, and to stand on two feet in those claims globally. And, and Kelly, too, isn't it true that where abortion services are available and all of the types of services that Planned Parenthood has always offered from education to contraception, but where all of those things are readily available in, in different parts of the world and even here prior to, to the ruling, isn't it true that having them available actually reduces abortions and the need sometimes because everybody has all the resources that they need? Isn't that true? Absolutely, it is true. And it also leads to better health outcomes for families and communities. These are things that are good for women. These are things that are good for birthing people. But these are actually things that are better for our society as a whole to have the access to the full range of sexual and reproductive health care. Now, lastly, what's next? Tell, give our audience an idea of, of where they can go, where they can find you, Planned Parenthood Action, how they can get more involved, please. 
Absolutely. Look, you can always find us at bandsoff.org. If you want to get in the fight, go to bandsoff.org. That's um, like uh, like legislative bands, right? B-A-N-S off.org. Um, and I also want to say that if people are looking for care and for services, you can go to abortionfinder.org and you can get access to the information that you need, no matter where you live, about how to access healthcare. Um, and I also just want to say that the fight continues. Um, we know that there are some states that have trigger laws on the books, which meant that as soon as um, that ruling came down, that abortion became illegal. But we also know that there are eight or nine states that are going to go into special legislation, special legislative session, where they're going to come back to their state capitals for the only intention of passing abortion bans. Yes, while you're dealing with gas prices and inflation and trying to find formula for kids, they're coming back to legislate on abortion. In those states, we have got to get loud. We've got to make our voices heard because there's something that we can do to stop it. And also say, we got to be clear that it all comes down to who has power in this country and who doesn't. We got to make sure that our people are voting this November. Governors are going to be the backstop to providing access to health care. State legislatures and the makeup of them are going to matter more than ever. And look, we just need two more good seats in the Senate, two more pro-sexual and reproductive health champions in the Senate to be able to pass um, real reform, to be able to pass the Women's Health Protection Act, which would in fact kind of um, provide the protections that we need for abortion access in this country. So I'm encouraging everyone, get yourself registered to vote, get your family registered to vote and commit uh, to turning out this November. I know one of them is Arizona. Yeah, Arizona, Indiana and South Carolina are going to be first up, um, likely coming up, coming into session next week. Okay. Okay. So folks, we've got to be uh, on, on top of that. This is all very important. I'm, I'm sure you welcome. Finally, Biden is saying as a result of this issue, he's in favor of filibuster reform. Uh, yes. uh, so, so that's good. So again, getting those seats folks is very important. This is real. A lot of folks didn't believe it in 2016. Hello. And, and folks voted in another way. Uh, Hillary tried to tell us, but now it's real. It's no longer, you know, I, I was saying to, to many, we were talking, Kelly, and she had a good analogy. We've known this. We've known what's been under threat. But to some, it's like all of us were chicken little saying the sky is falling. Mm -hmm. And folks really could. Well, y'all keep saying that, but is it really going to happen? It has happened. All right. So this is real and it's going to get worse. That's why we can do something about it if we act. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Um, bandsoff.org. Do I have that right? That's right. Bandsoff.org. And I'm all of you who are of the same gender as I am, men, we must support our sisters. We must support women. And in many ways, this affects us as men just as much. We are, this helps us as, as men. And we have to support women. This affects our sons. This affects our daughters. It affects everyone. So please, everyone, get involved. Bandsoff.org. Kelly Robinson, Executive Director of Planned Parenthood Action. Kelly, we thank you. And uh, we're in the fight with you all the way. 
Absolutely. And we will win. Thank you. We will. We will. I appreciate you. We, you all heard that. Now we might. Yes, we will. We will win. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you. Thanks for getting woke and listening to Make It Plain. As always, perform an act of kindness on behalf of an elder or young person. Write a letter to a sister or brother who just so happens to find her or himself incarcerated. Offer libations to the ancestors upon whose sturdy shoulders we all now stand. And above all, give thanks to the God of your understanding by whatever name you call her and him. All God asks of us is that we give each other love. Thanks for giving MIP love. And please remember to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. If all hearts and minds are clear, it has been made plain.